Welcome to the Find Your Awesome podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive human design writer, a certified professional coach, and an instigator of joy. And I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Today's episode is a conversation with Tina Olson. You've heard a lot from Tina, but this episode is another dual drop, meaning this is airing today on the Not This podcast and right here on the Find Your Awesome podcast. We made this episode for you because we're really excited about this new thing we're doing. It's called soul magic. And it's just that. You come to us when you're blocked on something and poof, we make it go away. Not quite like that. And yet it is. See, I use my human design knowledge. Tina uses theta healing. And as she describes it, I'm like the parade that helps you play in the light. And she's a cleanup crew. In other words, the street sweeper which if I think of it as the Zamboni, I'm a little bit jealous because I do think Zambonis are wicked cool. So anyway, the two of us make magic and we have so much fun doing it. It brings us so much joy and everyone we've done it with so far has left with so much magic and joy and spice and everything, pure abundance and whole lot of miracles. So we are so excited to share this with you today. If you want to learn more about it, and if you want to sign up for a soul magic session, go to kelseyabbott.com slash soul dash magic. I love you. You are a freaking miracle. Go forth and be awesome. come up with these soul magic sessions? The first thing I wonder is, did we? Like, did we really come up with this? I, I've i known I mean, for so long. of course that, not. Yeah. We're supposed to work together. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I, I don't know the answer. Do you know the answer? <sighs> Maybe you just stumped us. I don't I don't remember the time space reality before they existed and yet they've only been in existence for a week or two yeah (laughs) um okay so the things that we do know (laughs) the things that we do know you always talk about yourself as someone who's meant to be in the light. Mm -hmm. You know that deeply in your soul, no question about it, you're meant to be in the light. So as an intuitive human design reader and coach, you are always looking to the light and guiding people to the light. I see the light. And I know that I see the dark too. I see the dark. And I know there are people better equipped for playing in the dark mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you were, you're just like a giant light from the middle of your body. I really believe that my soul is light. Mm-hmm. And I remind myself of that every morning, going back to morning practice. That's mm-hmm. one of the, it's one of the things I hope that I remember every day. 
Okay, play with me with this analogy for a moment. If your whole body is light, like shining a big floodlight, like big, big, big light, that would mean your eyeballs, amplification or not, can't see that well unless you're also in an environment of light, right? Because if you were in the complete dark and there's a floodlight coming from the middle of your body, you're not really gonna be able to see. Yeah, that that works. That's true. That's what it feels like. People see you, they see your light. So when you're surrounded by light, that is when like everything is resonant. Mm -hmm. And when I'm in the dark, hold on. Cause I do want to say, I, it's not that I've never experienced darkness. It's not that I bypass negative feelings or negative experiences it's that I see the light everywhere yeah it's your orientation I can see the light and the darkness at the same time Mm -hmm. but you're still oriented towards the light yes no ifs ands or buts about that one and it's not it inherently can't be bypassing because it's coming from your soul And for me, it's like I'm wearing the light. I mean, I know that there's a big light in my, I know my heart is full of love, but for me, it's like I'm wearing the miner's light on my forehead and I'm meant to go into the dark and to help clear. It's almost like I have other miner's lights, like I have a backpack full of miner's lights and I'm meant to go in the dark, find the people who've lost their light or their light's gotten really dim, get a miner's light on their forehead and bring them out to where you are in the light and it's so together we're able to do both you're helping soul people align to their souls and i'm helping clear out the things that are holding them back and i can see those things so damn clearly and i can see their design and what their soul picked out for them so damn clearly together like I know you, you love to say, what's my, what's my incarnation cross? Do you want to say? Penetrative. Yes. <laughs> and I think together we both have, do you want to say it again? No. Oh, okay. I think together we both have <laughs> penetrative energy. I think that's the first time you've said it. <laughs> I think it is too. Was it as fun for you when I said it as it is when you say it? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So, okay, one thing we know to be true is we've both expressed that it feels like so much more play, so much more ease and so much more fun when we jump on to work with a client together than when we do do sessions separately. And it doesn't mean like you love doing chart readings. I don't want to deny that in any way, shape or form. And as a matter of fact, we've talked about this quite a bit as we've been creating this, like people having their charts read and having a basic understanding using our inspiration station resources, which are all free using the find your awesome podcast resources, which go into so many different depths of human design, which are all free helps people have an important orientation towards all of this so that you're not wasting your money asking questions from the brain 
you actually get to spend that sacred energy, that sacred time with us, that sacred money that you're exchanging with us on actually getting to the bottom of something that's really, really important to you. Yeah. So when I'm, when I'm working with somebody without you, there are so many times I'm like, "Mm, we need to need to clear this. I can coach someone around something. I can coach someone like you can be a ninja around your conscious beliefs, mm-hmm. but that's stuck that stuff that's stuck in you. I can't get it out, but I know someone who can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when we're both there together in real time, it's pure magic. It, it really, really is. And from my perspective, I can see these things that are stuck. I can clear the energy. I can clear the trauma. I can change beliefs and changing beliefs does get you into more alignment. And it's inherently limited by what you're currently conscious of wanting to believe. Hmm. And so with human design, there's so much expansion possible that I can be supporting people aligning to beliefs that align to their soul's full gifts. And so both of us find in our work by ourselves that we run up against limitations of current conscious awareness. And yet with each other, it's limitless. It is. I really, truly believe that we are unstoppable together. I do too. I do too. And I'm so excited to do a session for Oprah. Oh, that'll be fun. It will be. Everything is, we haven't had an unfun one yet. Well, exactly. And I say that and it's kind of kitschy because, you know, people say shit like that all the time, but like, this is the first thing that I don't feel salesy about sharing that I'm involved in. So normally I say like, I'm your hype man, but then like talking about my own stuff, I get all squeamish. There's something truly magical about the tools and the gifts and the intuition and the direction from spirit and the love that we have and the play that we have and the environment we create together that is so exponentially magical that, I mean, these sessions are called soul magic. Yes. So thank you for being here, Danielle. Kelsey and I are so excited to work with you. And we'd love to start by just taking a few breaths together. And if you're watching this, please go ahead and join us. If you can do so safely and it feels good, close your eyes. Notice the connection of your feet on the floor or your body on the chair or sofa or whatever you happen to be contacting right now. Let the sensation of gravity and what is holding you in space, let that truly hold you. Breathing in energy from above the top of your head all the way through down the bottoms of your feet and the base of your spine. 
And knowing that inherently, because we're here together right now, we are causing and allowing amazing ripple effects to happen and healing to be available, expansion to be available for any being on this planet or in the entire universe who is ready for this new energy. So when you're ready, go ahead and open your eyes. Okay. So would you mind sharing with us what you wanted to explore today? So I, I was saying, I'm not really sure how to sum this all up. So I'll just kind of, we'll wing it. Um, I have my back history is, has always been struggling with my weight um, since I was very, very little. And that's pretty much my story. I've lost and gained hundreds of pounds and now have found myself at my heaviest. Mm. And I have done the all the things, all the diets, the programs, the courses, the, the coaches, and I'm still stuck. Mm-hmm. I'm still stuck in this in this cycle since I was very little. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense what you just said. You've done all the diets, you've done all the programs, and here we are in 2020 when we are being asked to do it ourselves, to step into our very own power and do it our way. So you've got an open route to feeling all the other people's panic, other people's pressure. You've got your open solar plexus. You're feeling other people's emotions, feeling and amplifying all this stuff. You are feeling and amplifying other people's uh, motivation. You are, you're feeling and amplifying other people's desire to slap a label on you to identify you as one thing. Whereas really your superpower is that you're a different person in every single environment. You're, you're here to be an advocate for others, which means you are taking on their, their voice and speaking for them. You are feeling and amplifying other people's mental thoughts Mm -hmm. and you're feeling and amplifying other people's mental pressure. Can we just, can we just send you so much love right now? That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense that your body would try, might be like, whoa, this is a lot. This is too much. And might use weight as a way to protect you. Mm-hmm. All of that. She's just trying to help. So we've just said a lot of words. I want to check in with you and your body. Uh, It feels like a yes. This is definitely what's going on. Um, What came up is like, it is the literal weight of the world. Mm. Yeah. And overeating is the way to like stuff it down and make it heavy. So it's, there's also a grounding component to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you don't have your own root energy by eating, by stuffing it down, you're like, it, it's almost like an attempt to ground yourself with the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Let's all just put our hands on our heart. So we've talked a lot about like the challenges, the limitations, the heaviness that's come from all of this, both the very human struggle of weight and the way that your body's bringing your attention to this particular growth opportunity and also just the weight of the world. How would it feel in this moment to just wash all that clean, like acknowledge that all of that is true and it has been true and it's come with pain and guilt and shame and so many dense emotions and energies. And also right now in this moment, we have the opportunity with the help of source energy, creator, God, whatever your preferred term is to, to step into the light and to move a new way forward. How would that feel? Amazing. I feel like you're so ready. Mm -hmm. So do I have permission to enter your energetic space and do a reading? Yeah. So once again, we're going to connect with the bright white light and you guys will come with me. And before I go too far, do you, what, what term would you prefer? God, creator, source, universe, something else I haven't named. Mm. God. Okay. So here we are with God. And I see us just like sitting calmly, listening, waiting for the wisdom. So the first thing as I energetically go into your headspace, it actually seems really clear. It seems like your wiring is it's all looking really, really good. And it starts to get a little bit more clogged in your throat. I'm feeling some emotion, feeling some grief. If you need to release any of that in any form, full permission to do so. And as a matter of fact, your bravery and willingness to release allows so many others to do the same. And, um, part of this that I'm feeling is that there's so much grief in here. That's not yours. So we're just going to ask God to take everything that isn't yours and transmute it into love and to take the weight of what is yours and to leave you just enough that you get to learn your earth school lessons, but not anything extra. You don't have to carry so much. It's actually amazing how little of something when we're tuned in, just as you are, just as Kelsey is, just as I am, just as anyone who's watching is, when you're tuned in, it's amazing how little of something we need to actually learn our earth school lesson. We don't need to carry all the extra. Okay, so I'm being taken right down to your root. And... um, The way that my orientation works is I'm more attuned to the chakras than I am necessarily the human design centers per se. So if I talk about root in this context, I'm talking about 
the, your root chakra, the energy of being safe and grounded in your body. So the number one sensation that I'm feeling is that your soul does not feel entirely safe in your body. Your soul isn't quite sure how much you want to be here from the perspective of you truly are angelic light. You truly are an advanced soul who has had many lifetimes on earth, has experienced a lot of trauma on this planet, comes from an ancestral line with a lot of trauma and isn't entirely sure that it's not just better and easier to be on the other side where all the energy is pure unconditional love. So the first thing that we're gonna do, and you can say yes or out loud or to yourself, or you can say no, but is teach your soul that it's safe to be here that you can have God's perspective of the fact that your soul chose to incarnate in this lifetime. And of course you are here. So that means a majority of your soul, of course, knows that it's safe to be here and that you're meant to be here. It's just this like one little aspect that's like, eh, I'm not so sure. Another way to say it would be when you incarnated, it's like 90% of you wanted to come and 10% was like, ah, seems like maybe it's not such a good idea. And so that 10% as it's remained separate throughout your lifetime kind of is showing you a bigger and bigger chasm from the rest of you. And so what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to teach that 10% of your soul that it's safe to be here, that you chose to be here. God's perspective of the importance of you being here, especially in this time. And that it is entirely possible for you to learn to live with your gifts that only could come with this particular human body and the amount of soul evolution. Oh, there it went. Soul evolution was the magic words that it gets. That's the benefit. It was waiting to fully understand this other percent. And I see it fully integrating back into the rest of you. Wow. You're going to just inherently feel so much more grounded. I wouldn't be surprised if a significant amount of weight just starts to shed on its own. And I know that there's a lot of you that's already aligned to and I don't know the details, but I can sense that there's so much of you that's already aligned to the foundational pillars of eating well and moving your body and doing your, your energetic hygiene routines and being with your loved ones. There's so much foundation there for you to pull from. Um, and I think we're going to get into even more of that in um, from Kelsey with some more human design expansion. So for right now, I'm going to come back out. I'm going to leave you with a huge dose of God's source energy, unconditional love that heals the chasm that was there between your soul that allows a full integration to happen and allows your body to accept the rest of your soul completely it's almost like what I'm seeing is that aspect of soul that's now taking up the more space is just going to inherently push out all the other energy that wasn't you. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and open my eyes. What I felt from that too is something I kept getting nudged on that I was thinking about yesterday, which was 
Rob Bell on a podcast was talking about how some people talk about energetically zipping up or some way of kind of putting ourselves in a protective bubble. And I was thinking about how often I used to have to do that and how I hardly think about it anymore, except for like a rare occasion. If I'm in a situation where I actually feel like I need extra protection, but on a day-to-day basis, what's changed getting so much stronger in my own energy and my own energetic field inherently being the protection. It's not this exterior wall that's needed. It's our own light pushing out anything that's not us. And that's what I'm feeling with this extra element of your soul fully integrating back into your body is that that natural pushing away of anything that's not you and any extra energy that wasn't yours is just, it's just going to happen because it doesn't, it's not needed in your field anymore. It doesn't need to protect you because your soul's here. So I want to check in with you and see how you're feeling. I feel lighter. (laughs) I feel like just lighter. Mm Okay. So here's what's coming through for me. This is not necessarily from a human design perspective, Hmm. but you are, you are light in every sense of that word. And first of all, I want to tell you it's safe to wear your halo. Hmm. And I see you so clearly right now. You are so light, like, like fly away light. Hmm that your body is trying to keep you on the earth mm-hmm. you're literally like not convinced that gravity is going to hold you here so can we pause that for just one second can we teach yourselves that your natural perfect weight that you envision and the way your body is meant to be is held by gravity beautifully that you're meant to be here and that you don't have to take on anything extra, any extra weight, any extra energy that you being you is perfect and you will stay here and you don't have to worry about flying away. Okay. So let's go and download all that to yourselves. Would you like to know that it's safe to fully be here? Would you like to know that your perfect weight works with gravity perfectly and that you can live without taking on any extra energy. You do not need to wear any ankle weights or wrist weights or anything else anymore to stay on this planet. You are meant to be here. Hmm. Okay. Kelsey, I interrupted. Just, does that resonate Danielle? Mm Mm-hmm. Does I, I mean, the other thing that's coming through so strongly for me right now is just knowing your background, your soul chose the perfect parents for this mission for you. The perfect mixed up, confusing, complicated entry into earth school. Because angels, angels are here to, you're here to bring light. 
Oh my goodness. And as I said that, I just saw light from you radiating across the whole planet. That's why you're here. And that's certainly what I feel from you. Mm -hmm. You even got a mouth on that. (laughs) How are you feeling? What's resonating? What's what feels sticky? It's interesting to receive the thought that, you know, I am light or whatever you all are seeing, right? And I'm sure that's all a part of it too. (laughs) It's very hard to receive. Remember you've got that, the gift of, we call it fear of being your highest self. (laughs) So it, it, it protected you as a little kid. And now is time. Mm. And that's what this is, right? Like saying you're ready to release the weight is you saying it's time to be my highest self. Oh, that is so good. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It's time. It's time to... I really just see you with like hands out and just like, it's like you put your arms out and the light just spreads across the whole globe. Can I give you a few downloads around that? Yeah. Would you like to know that it's safe to be your highest self and that it's safe to fully shine your light? Mm, Yeah. And that you know how to be your highest self and how to fully shine your light. And you live every day completely aligned with your highest self. So I'm getting some energy to pull in order for those to go in. Um, What I'm seeing is almost like a... They show it to me like a chip, like an implant, because that's just the way that I can see it. I don't take these things too literally because it's just, it's just some way for me to translate into words so that I can work with the energy. But basically you had a program that kept you not seeing yourself as your highest self because there were certain lessons that you learned through that process. So the very fastest way for us to complete those lessons is to honor and acknowledge what we learned. So what are some of the things that you learned from this struggle that you've had? What are some of the things that I've learned from the struggle I've had? Um, what immediately comes up is thinking just maybe things that I've heard heard as a child. Mm. I guess you call it bullying. Mm. That that wasn't truth. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have to be perfect. Mm. To look perfect, whatever that means. Um, And I didn't have to mold to try to become something I wasn't. Mm. I am complete. I'm a child of God and I'm beloved. 
Mm -hmm. Those are what I've learned. Mm, that's beautiful. So would you like to take all those gifts forward without the struggle, without the pain, without the confusion, without the heaviness, without other people's energy? Would you like to know that you get all of those gifts? And the other one that was coming through strongly for me is you've learned so much compassion for yourself and others. Yes. So would you like all those things without the same repeated patterns anymore? Yes. Hmm. Those just dropped out of your root like a trap door. <laughs> They're like unwelcome here anymore. And your entire body is filling up with source energy. <sighs> I'm sending you so much love. That was amazing. Mm. How are you feeling, Danielle? So loved. Mm. Um, this is what it feels like for me to be in your energy. Now you can feel it. Mm. Thank you. Again, just like, how magical is that? Mm -hmm. This is all for you. Everything is happening mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. So then when you start to believe that really I'm okay, I am safe. I'm not going to float away. I'm not going to fly away. I'm going to stay on this earth. I am safe from other people's energies. I know how to get back into my own energy. I know how to use my ability to feel other people's energy as a superpower, mm -hmm. then what's not possible? And I think it's okay for me to say, uh, to share that the next day she was feeling completely different. Mm. She no longer had an, a desire to eat to overeat mm. and we let me just say we don't hypnotize anyone no <laughs> and theta healing does use the theta brainwave which is the same as hypnosis except i don't need the client to go into that state and i can go in instantaneously and so as i'm downloading beliefs the person can be sitting in their beta brainwave and be completely conscious and i am asking them the questions of what they want and what they don't want so conscious consciousness as we call it, or our awake personality, whatever, is still choosing which way we want to go. And that, um, I don't have anything against hypnosis, but that feels more empowered to me. I agree. It's also in my own experience and all of the theta healing sessions that I've witnessed from you, like the people I've talked to afterwards, of like when, when you give me a session, when it's a belief, I can't tell you the next day or even like an hour later, I can't tell you what it was, mm -hmm. what the belief was. I'll be like, Tina, help me heal this thing. Mm -hmm. Can't remember what it was. Yeah. So what's so interesting about it, that's actually always been one of the 
things that's held me back from knowing how to talk about this stuff is because stuff just goes away. <laughs> Which I think is why the most powerful thing we can do for people is share these recordings that we have. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, why, why do you do videos on Inspiration Station? Why do you record a podcast? Why, why do you have any offerings that do or don't involve a monetary exchange? Mm, because I want to change the world. Because I want to impact people. The, the drive to impact people is part of my incarnation cross. Mm. I really, truly believe that the universe wants us all to be sparkly AF Mm -hmm. and that joy is our natural state and that we are all here and all given these unique gifts so that we can shine and share our gifts so we can all work together to rise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just want everybody to, I want I want this human thing to work. Mm-hmm. I you was going to say you want everybody to have the life that you have, but their version. Yes. I like my version of, I love to ask people whenever people use the word success, I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Because it's a hilarious word to me because I have no idea what it means. It means whatever the person who's using it wants it to mean. Mm-hmm. It might have something to do with money. It might have nothing to do with money. Mm-hmm. It might have something to do with health. It might have nothing to do with health. Like it, it, it's a, it's a made makeup word, mm-hmm. made up word. What am I trying to say? Like, it just doesn't mean anything. It means what you want it to. It's like tofu. It tastes like, <laughs> it tastes like what you put on it. Oh, that's really good. And it soaks up the energy around it, right? Mm-hmm. And it is, if it's unexamined, it's so potentially full of landmines, that, like ego traps into what ends up inevitably being unhappiness because you're measuring up to some external standard that has nothing to do with you. And these leaps of faith that we take, we take them because they sparkle us and that is what's in our design to follow that's the scent to follow or yes we are here to be lit up mm-hmm. and that's how that's how our souls and the universe conspire to show us the right way mm-hmm. when there's something then i like you know an idea that's presented to us or presented to us maybe from the outside maybe from the inside mm-hmm. um m- maybe it's a new flavor to taste or a song that we hear all of these things. It's either something that lights us up and we just like get giddy about, or we're not that into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we are here. Every single human is here to, to follow what lights them up, Mm -hmm. which conveniently is going to be different for every single person. Conveniently magically amazingly how it already came out the gate mm-hmm. there was no scarcity baked into it like if you're if you're like yeah right kelsey let me tell you there are people there out there who get lit up by spreadsheets 
I've met if him. the person who's saying, yeah, right, Kelsey, is the one who gets lit up by spreadsheets, then we're going to have to say there are people out there who get lit up by triathloning for hours and hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours and hours. <laughs> That's a funny thing. People have asked me, like, how do you how do you spend so much time training? I'm like, I love it. It's really not like a, I don't, I what I want is I want everyone to do what they love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is for me, it's something biking and running. It's doing things with my body. It makes me really happy. Mm-hmm. Sitting at a computer all day would not make me happy Mm-mm. at all. And you love connecting. So I'm grateful that your computer time is with me. Yeah. And now it gets to be with new friends because yes. we're doing this together. Okay. So I'm dying to know what is it like to be Kelsey during one of these sessions? So I think it's, there's, let me start by saying when I see someone's human design chart, I, I get really excited because I see like their whole, I see everything. I see what their soul picked out for them. So I've got that knowledge. I've got access. I'm flipping back and forth between their chart and our zoom page. I'm usually really excited to share little bits of their design And yet I'm also listening to what do they need to know right now? And I guess I'm, you know what I'm reading, I'm feeling into the energy Mm -hmm. and I've got to say with you there, it feels so safe. Mm -hmm. I can, even if their energy is in the dumps, Mm -hmm. it's okay. Cause I know I can like hand it to you for a second. Mm -hmm. And like, okay, I'm going to like, Tina can handle it. She can go deep with them mm-hmm. and I can, I can find a way, like, like I'm going to find this deepness. I'm going to find this depth. That's the word in their chart mm-hmm. and help them see the light. Mm-hmm. But it, that being able to hand it over with, to you is just magical. Mm-hmm. Part of the magic. We both said after one of our sessions last week, how incredible it is that you are becoming more intuitive about human design and mm-hmm. I'm becoming more intuitive in a theta healing sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had an experience last week where I totally saw everything in this person's ancestry. Mm-hmm. And then we had another session where you didn't have the person's chart pulled up and you're describing her whole son personality gate tour. I don't even know. I wouldn't even know if I did have it pulled up. I mean, so that's the amazing thing is I think to your point of saying it feels safe. We feel held. We're in a container with both of us and spirit. And it's almost like because you're there, I know spirits there too or something because spirits here all the time. But if I'm in a session and the person's really struggling and they're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's a lot of pressure on human me to dig around. I'm trying to ask if beliefs are resonating or not. And the person's not really helping me because theta healing at its best is an active practice. It's not like Reiki where you just get to receive good feeling energy, which is amazing. Theta healing is appreciably different because we are trying to dig to the place that's really fucking uncomfortable because that place is what's holding in old energy that is creating all of these actual like 
patterns that come out of the person, behavior patterns, thought patterns, all of that are hidden. And the person tends to need to get kind of squirmy and squeamish and still keep going, right? And so if you're new to it, I get it. If you're new to it, that you're going to only go so deep with it. And if someone really just is sitting there in despair and they're like, I don't know, I don't know, you know, I can go to creator. I can send them an unconditional love healing. I can start pulling some of the energies, but Kelsey can be like, wait, wait a minute here. You're a fill in the blank. Like you're, you have an open solar plexus. I'll just use something I know. (laughs) It means you amplify other people's emotions. How much of what you're feeling right now is actually yours? And maybe the person's response might be, I don't know still, but that at least then that's, you've just hit the tennis ball back to me. And I'm like, oh, well, shit, I can find that out because <laughs> that's a specific question that I can go ask creator. <laughs> but if I don't know where I'm going, it's like I'm fumbling around in the dark and my miner's lamp is not bright enough. <laughs> and so you're calling out from the outside with the light. You're like stepping back into the cave. All of a sudden you shine it against a wall. There's some hieroglyphics. I'm like, oh, shit, we've got something. <laughs> and so we get to do this back and forth. You know what else we do? that I just saw so clearly. Remember when we made our the letters for love? Mm-hmm. When we made, so Tina and I, if you've been to either of our websites, you're going to see we spelled out love using our bodies. And when we made the V, I know that sounds really funny, but I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> it's literal, but it also sounds really funny. <laughs> um, when we made the V, like we had our feet together I almost said our paws, <laughs> our paws together, um, our feet together and we held hands and leaned back and then released one, two, three, go to make the yeah. beat. Right. And that when we have our hands together, so what we do in these soul magic sessions by energetically holding hands in that position, we are creating this like force field of mm-hmm. safety for people. Mm-hmm. And they just get to be in between us. Yeah. And they feel so safe. So we go deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just dive right in. Cause it's all, it's all safe and it's all play and it's all love. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love that so much. So I'm curious. So with your regular human design sessions, I know you spend a chunk of time reading their chart in advance, taking notes, going back to your former notes, um, and really kind of having your, a bit of a template ready to go of the stuff you really want to, the information you really want to give to this person. And then of course they can ask questions along the way and you can ask questions in the soul magic sessions. What is your inclination towards like, doing any pre-work is there is that we don't do any I, I pull up their chart and okay. I glance at it okay I love at the most I love that so sometimes if you might ask me about somebody's incarnation cross and I'm like I don't know well and the like I can make sense of it because I can recognize these gates but yeah. that's the fun of it too because I'm just feeling into it well and part of the reason I asked this is I'm just curious how much more of a leap of faith spirit is asking us to take in our intuitive diving into and aligning to human design together 
because you have a lot of knowledge from human design. You've learned this from multiple sources and we already know from working on ourselves, working with Pete, working with people who you work with routinely that you're getting like a next level iteration, a next mm -hmm. level version of human design. Like for example, the spleen is said to be fear slash intuition. So if you don't have a defined spleen, it's all about fear. And if you have a lot of energy in your spleen, you have a lot of gates, you are able to be intuitive and intuitive for well, others. Yes. In the first one, if you've got an open spleen, you're going to amplify other people's fears. Okay. Amplifying fear. Yeah. And a lot of the gates, and I don't want to get too Ajnani, but even on the logic level, it doesn't make a ton of sense because a lot of the gates where there is energy are named the fear of something, the fear of something, the fear of something. And my incarnation cross being the vessel of love, I'm just like hard stop. Nobody came here to, to live in the fear. We came here to experience the contrast so that we can choose the light. We can choose the love. We can choose the joy. We can start trusting it and believing it again. But we didn't come here to be told like, hey, your biggest gift is to fear your higher self. <laughs> like no. what? No, then mine would be fear of the future. Yeah. Now that's, that's just a no. That's not what it is. Yeah. It's so not what it is on. So, it, and it's not just a language thing. Well, language is energy. Language holds, it's our ability to try to communicate energy through our mouth holes. <laughs> so as that example, cause you just named it fear of the future. What, what really is it's being intuitive about the future mm -hmm. for other people. Mm -hmm. All of them. The only one that, that I guess I could say it's like a protector gate is I still refer to it as the fear of being your highest self. Mm -hmm. Because this is, so, this is a really fascinating gate to me because people with this tend to have had a childhood where it wasn't safe for them to be their highest selves. Mm -hmm. And then it's now, by the time they're getting this reading, it's time. Mm. It's time for them to be their highest self. Their soul picked that gate out for them to keep them safe. Like you got to make it through childhood, okay? Is it something about the journey to their highest self? And then in the description of it, it's like, so as a child, you may have experienced or in, earlier in life, you may have experienced this as fearing, but what you're really doing is journeying to... Yeah. I'm open to that. <laughs> I'm probably not going to remember what you said later, though. It's all right. It's basically just the word journeying instead of fear. Okay. Yeah. I like journeys. <laughs> and there's probably, there's probably a word that's even more aligned. But I just, I guess, part of the reason I just wanted to bring that up is that we have full permission. Human design is an experiment and an experience of life and alignment and expansion and what's possible. And there are so many people studying and teaching and talking about human design. And just like everything, it's an opportunity to feel into your 
own body, mm-hmm. your own intuition and feels what, what feels right to you, what feels true to you mm-hmm. when you hear what somebody is saying about human design. Mm-hmm. Does it feel good when that person says that? Mm-hmm. No, then get out. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take it all in. You're not, you're not sitting in math class being told this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have to do it that way to pass the test. Mm-hmm. No, this is life. Mm-hmm. If it resonates, stay with it. Yeah. And I think the, the theta healing component that I would add to that is it's almost like just for descriptive purposes, it's almost like there's three categories. There's the human design thing feels like permission. It feels like resonance, whatever the, the particular, you just learned your energy type feels like a giant permission slip. You're an MG. You get to bounce from thing to thing, to thing, to thing. Oh, finally, I, I was never sticking with one thing. Anyway, I just had shame or guilt or something around that. Boom. Alignment. You feel sparkly. It resonates. Fantastic. You might be told something else. Like I'll just use, because we already went into it. This gate is called fear of the something. And you're like, I don't, I don't buy into fear. So unless I hear something else, something else, I'm just tossing that one out, not worrying about it for now. Then there's the sticky middle. And the sticky middle is on any of the four levels that Theta Healing talks about core being this life, genetic, which obviously would be handed down by your ancestors. Then we've got past lives. It's the history level, but that includes past lives. It includes collective consciousness. It includes ancestors beyond seven generations. So that's basically a big clearinghouse for all the other shit you could have experienced on earth. (laughs) And then we've got the soul level. Souls go through shit too. Souls go through shit to expand, to experience new things, potentially on other planets or in other dimensions. Who knows? But that that's where I think the genius of theta healing comes into this human design experiment is because in that sticky middle, it's not, if you're not able to reject something clean and clear and it actually just leaves right away, then it's knocking, it's continuing to knock on your door. It doesn't feel like sparkle yet. You don't feel aligned to it yet, but it's continuing to knock on the door for a reason. And you may or may not have conscious access to that reason that it's knocking on the door. But basically, I can tell you from a soul level, your soul wants you to pay attention to this. We'll call it a trigger because your soul wants you to energetically align to a different belief, a more expansive energy, something that's truer to you that will put it in the sparkle category. I can't even tell you how many, well, I can, Kelsey, because you've been there for all of them. Uh, The listeners, I cannot tell you how many sticky middle triggers, I'll call them sticky middle fingers, (laughs) (laughs) I've had in my human design experiment and there was no option for a trash can. It was like, no, I'm aligning, God damn it. <laughs> so I got to figure out what the heck this thing is. And of course, that was my coursework to get to where I am now, where I can work with Kelsey to do this human design cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. You've been, you've, you've done the work. You've been through it. You're here for it. 
You're still doing the work. We're both still doing the work. We're all still doing the work. Mm -hmm. We'll forever be doing the work. Which is amazing because it's just more expansion, more alignment, and therefore more impact. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the point. Yeah. So these sessions, if you want to join us for one, the first session you'll do is 60 minutes. It's Kelsey and me. It's full on. It's fun. It's deep. It's love. It's play. It's joy. And then after that, you'll be able to choose whether your next session is 60 minutes or if you just like need a tune up or there's some gate you're just like wanting to get more clarity on or there's best part about it. You don't even have to understand your gates. You just get to come to us with life. We're the ones who interpret it. So you just come to us with the job promotion you just got passed over or the extra five pounds you can't lose. Or trying to decide what job to take Mm. or what to do in your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're an entrepreneur, like what, what, what's happening? (laughs) what you want to do or okay i believe you guys we have amplification eyeballs in covid but why am i suffering so much if everyone has amplification eyeballs what is all this suffering about whatever it is you get to bring your topic to us and then we play what we're saying is we got you whether you're doing awesome right now and you want to be even more awesomer or whether you're really struggling We've we can't you. help you until you ask for help. Mm. Until you come to us and say, mm. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for all these wonderful people that we're going to get to play with? I'm so excited. It's like a big playground. Like n- none that's ever been seen here on earth. Mm. That's huge. So, yeah. There are lots of slides and swings that go really high. There's even more magic to come. There is always. I love you. I love you. You know when you just know you're supposed to be doing something? And you know when you just know you're supposed to be doing something with somebody? That's how this whole thing with Tina feels. It feels like we were hanging out in Soul Land and we high-fived each other at one point and we're like, all right, that's it. See you in 40 years. We're going to go make magic together. Have fun in the first part of your life. And boom, here we are making magic. If you are ready to join us for some of your very own magic, head over to kelseyabbott.com slash soul dash magic. I can't wait to play with you. You are amazing. You are loved. Go forth and be awesome.